Welcome back to the podcast and thanks so much for being here. Today I have a weight loss tip for you, but it's so much more than that. What it really is, is a how to actually be happy when you reach your goal tip. Well, even better, it's how to be happy while you work toward your goal as well. But before I get into that, I just want to let you know that if you are someone who is having a hard time with dieting, trying to break through all of the industry noise, and you don't really know how to get started on your journey to sustainable weight loss, then check out the guide that I have in the show notes for you called Lose the Diet, Gain a Life. Now, if you are freaking out because you don't really want to lose the diet because how else could you possibly lose weight? Then this is the perfect guide for you because this is a non-diet approach that doesn't shame weight loss goals. So make sure you check that out. Okay, real talk. When you lost weight the last time, why'd you do it? What triggered the desire to lose it? When you gained it back, how would you describe the reasons why you regained your weight? The diet was too hard, you went on vacation, life got crazy, new job, new house, divorce, kids, injury, health-related issues. How long did you stay at that weight before the weight started to creep or pile back on? What did you notice when you reflect back about what was different in how you felt when you started to notice you were losing weight versus how you felt at the end of that journey? Even if you never reached a specific goal weight, when I say end of that journey, I mean the turning point to where the weight had started to come back. What behaviors were different between the two stages? We all have this magical ability to look back at times in our lives and tell a story through a biased lens. You, me, everyone. Sometimes you retell the story better than it actually was. I felt so good. I looked amazing. I was confident, which may have been partially true, but you might have conveniently forgotten the fights with your partner over the changes in your energy and sex drive, fear of going to restaurants, and all that time that you spent on the treadmill. You might forget that as soon as somebody walked by with a cookie, you had to beeline the other way so you wouldn't cave and ruin everything. You probably forgot about how much body checking, pinching, and sucking in you were doing, and even if you don't, you may have even described that part as rewarding, necessary. Other times, you tell the story like it was hell and torture the entire time. I was miserable. I was obsessed. I hated everything I was eating. I had to be so disciplined. It was too hard. Not fair. It just sucked. But you forget about how proud you were at 5 a.m. when you got out of bed the whole week in a row. How excited you were to run that first mile without stopping. Or how great it felt to be doing something for yourself and work toward a tough goal. We do this with a lot of things. Relationships we're in how it feels to give birth, followed by sleepless nights, and, well, teething. Working in an environment that we left and now regret, or leaving and now feeling justified. Our bias tells the story in a way that helps us avoid feeling bad about whatever we're doing now, or to motivate us to make a change. This sounds really confusing, right? Basically, your brain is telling you what it thinks you want to hear in a way that will help you Take your next step. If it thinks that the best option is for you to stay the same, it will tell you things to help you stay the same. If it thinks your next option is to 
do something about whatever problem you have, it will tell you things to help you change your behaviors and motivate you to get started. If you're overeating all the things and gaining weight, your brain might remind you about how miserable your dieting days were. Keeps you the same. If you start to feel motivated by an upcoming event, your brain might tell you how happy you were and that it was just life circumstances that made you quit. You should try again. Motivates you to change. Neither story is the full truth or a full lie. It's always somewhere in the middle. But both of these stories are rooted in the same soil. A thought that says, everything sucks right now and it would be better if you could just lose a few pounds. You keep thinking that losing some weight will make you happy. Now, don't go clicking out of the podcast yet. Hear me out. Losing some weight might contribute to making you happy. It's not what creates the happiness you experience, though. You've made weight loss your Mariah Carey, a superstar diva that gets all the kudos, but the backup dancers, writers, and musicians get way less credit than they deserve. The problem with the thought that losing weight will make you happy, or with feeling happy when you think, I look skinny, is that when you lose your weight and you're feeling really good about the way that you look, then any time that you have an overeat or you're tempted around certain foods that maybe you've cut out to get there, or you have a day where you feel bloated, you're going to feel unsafe in your body because your self-worth is essentially tied to your gene size and the way that you look. You notice very small changes in your body quickly and they feel like devastation because you think that it's your body that's giving you the safety. And that's a losing battle because bodies change and because you expect your body to provide feelings for you that have nothing to do with its actual job. Its actual job to allow you to experience life. And so if you can create a sense of safety in your own body, regardless of how you look, then you're not putting pressure on your body to make you feel safe, acceptable, worthy, okay in the world. Now, you may be thinking that I'm anti-weight loss as you're listening, but I am not. One of the things that you see a lot with weight loss, and many of you probably have already experienced it, is that you lose weight. And while sometimes you feel good, oftentimes it doesn't feel exactly the way that you thought it would feel. And the reason it doesn't feel exactly the way you thought it would feel is because you think that you're unworthy in the body you have today and that a thinner, smaller, skinnier, better body air quotes, is going to give you more self-worth, that you will finally feel worthy of love, respect, having your needs met, and a full life experience. You think you'll finally be worthy of happiness and that it will magically appear when you hit your goal weight. So when it doesn't feel that way, the way you expect it to feel, aka it doesn't make you feel worthy and lovable, and it only gives you better thoughts when you look in the mirror or pull on your jeans, maybe, and not always, then you start looking for more problems to solve. If weight loss was the key to happiness, you would have never gained it back in the first place. You may start sabotaging your weight loss efforts and regain your weight so that you have another project to work on, something that has to be fixed. You'll notice that it starts feeling really hard and maybe not even worth it. You start letting things slide because the effort that you put forth was all rooted in this feeling that you had hoped being smaller was going to offer you. You may also end up picking and pulling and picking yourself apart the way that your body looks now, even though it's thinner, like loose skin or wrinkles or still not muscular enough or toned enough or fit enough or there's that trouble zone that you still have. And because you didn't find your own sense of safety and your own sense of self-worth, 
that is, by the way, inherent, you keep seeking it through other means. You still feel unworthy of the relationship or the promotion or the respect in your career or your family or whatever it is that you're waiting for. You're still waiting for your mother to say something nice about you or for your bullies in high school to acknowledge that you're finally better than them. The reality isn't as nice as the fantasy because weight loss is not really about anything other than feeling safe in the world when it's only tied to a size and reaching societal standards. Now, there are some obvious reasons why weight loss might be health promoting and self-esteem boosting, keeping your promises to yourself, being a regular exerciser, or cultivating healthy habits and behaviors that come along with it, if they're positive, and the way that you lost your weight is through healthy, positive behaviors. Those tend to build up your sense of self-worth and self-esteem. So even though your self-worth is already inherent, you actually start to feel more worthy because you're taking care of yourself and showing up for yourself. So you recognize the worth that you already have more when you're showing up and taking care of yourself in that way. But if you are doing things from a place of urgency, from chasing the end result, from waiting until the result so you can finally feel something that you're waiting to feel better about yourself, then the weight loss is just weight loss and something will always be missing. I don't want to invalidate my clients' goals when it comes to losing weight. I help them do it in a way that's healthy and self-supporting. It's a valid goal to shed the pounds that accumulate from overeating and emotional eating. There's nothing wrong with the pursuit of physical changes. But what I do want to focus their attention on is building up their sense of self-worth and their awareness around their inherent worthiness as they are today. If they never lost a pound. Because that is where the feeling that they actually want to be having, but think that weight loss will give them, truly lives. In addition to finally feeling what you are inherently entitled to, this takes the pressure off the timeline and allows you to make decisions about how you'll lose weight, what tweaks to make, and what is sustainable from a place of, I'm already whole and this isn't an emergency. You feel less deprived. You develop the skill to make decisions and experiment. You deepen the connection you have with your body because you are partners throughout the entire journey. Ironically, when you start realizing that you're worthy as you are, that is when you start treating yourself as someone of value. You're kinder and more loving to yourself, and you're watching the instances of overeating and emotional eating reduce naturally because you know that you are no longer wanting to numb your own experience because you are worth the effort. Not the effort of eating less so much, but the effort of getting to know yourself on the deepest level. You begin to honor and respect the emotions that are communicating with you that something feels bad and the solution requires more than an immediate attempt to just feel better as quickly as possible by eating or drinking, shutting down. You become more interested in feeling better forever because feeling better is an inside job and you're doing that work. You don't make choices out of desperation, but rather you make them from a place of alignment. How would that look to you? Really imagine it for a minute. I know it's easy to just kind of listen to these podcasts kind of halfway and not picture yourself in the moment practicing the thing. I want you to picture yourself making decisions from a place where you are already whole, changing one habit and one behavior at a time, 
asking yourself, what can I try today that would feel like love, that would be a level up, that I would be willing to repeat and see if it works? What if I tried to lose my weight from a place of I deserve to treat myself really well? How might that be different? Give it a thought. Let me know what you come up with. I'd love to hear from you. All right. That is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, do the cool thing. Support the show by leaving a rating and review. It helps me so much more than you know. Screenshot the episode and share it on social media. Let me know what actions you are committed to taking and tag me so that I can give you some love. All my information is in the show notes along with that free guide, Lose the Diet, Gain a Life, to help you start cultivating the habits that feel like love, are in alignment, support your body, and help you be on the same team. If you have any questions or thoughts on this episode, ideas for future episodes, or you want to learn about how we can work together one-on-one, drop into my inbox. It's always open for you. Bye.